0: Welcome to Parenting Without Getting Up, a podcast with three dads talking about fatherhood, life, and pandemic. My name is Will. I'm Rob. And Josh will be joining us a little later. Um, Welcome everyone to Parenting Without Getting Up. Honestly, I don't know what episode this is. I think we're in the 30s somewhere. Um,
1: I should have looked at that before we started. Where right. the pandemic twilight is on, that's all that matters.
0: Yeah. Our last, I looked, our last episode was June, was Father's Day of 2020. And uh, so it's been almost five months now. So I thought maybe we should, it was about time we did another one. Uh, probably every, everybody thought we had abandoned the podcast, but um, we're back. It's good to be back. And uh, as I said, Josh
1: will be joining us a little, a little later. Um, Rob, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm I'm trying to keep my head up surviving my first semester of graduate school
0: yeah that was interesting you you've been uh you've been uh tell me a little bit about that you were um what now what is the the focus of the school
1: i'm in the master of divinity program at naropa university the first buddhist uh accredited university in north america and the program is to become a chaplain
0: wow cool so you'll be uh
1: like a chaplain for like hospitals or what sort of there's actually very many possibilities of of chaplaincy now beyond hospitals or hospice or prisons or military there's even eco chaplaincy what, what is it eco chaplaincy oh eco what is that so it's an honoring that the all of nature all living beings in nature need care and then there's chaplaincy for social justice issues so for example you might have a chaplain who specializes in helping protesters you know that need care Oh wow okay and um the field that i'm looking forward to entering when the when there's more a certification program is chaplaincy to help people with uh, psychedelic assisted therapy? Psychedelic assisted therapy. What is, Psycho- what is on our that? voters' On our voters' uh, one of our ballot measures to vote on right now, we have Measure One Hundred Nine for the state of Oregon. For the state of Oregon, yeah, it's um, looking for the a good title on it. It's. Um, This should have a summary thing. It's basically to help allow for psilocybin therapy study to oh, go on. I've seen that. I didn't. I had, had no idea what that was. Yeah, we
0: should say that this is right now, I think, what is it, October 28th as we record this, or 27th, for just a few days in front of uh, Halloween in the U.S. and uh, about a week uh, away from the, uh, f- actually, five or six days, I think is all uh, in front of the, uh, before the U S election. And I'll say right now as as our, our, uh, PSA, um, everybody go out and vote. Um, and, uh, really important to get out there and, and, um, vote and be part of democracy. And I think we need it more now than ever. So anyway, but yeah. Okay. So that's interesting. So what is that for, like, what, what is, what are those treatments for? What is that? So uh, taking it from the
1: the pamphlet right now, it's uh this is major university findings show psilocybin therapy can be effective for treating depression and anxiety and PTSD. And so we're looking at making that a possibility to um, see another quote they have is Research has proven so convincing that psilocybin was des- designated by the Food and Drug Administration as a breakthrough therapy. So, how, uh, do so they do the, how do they do the therapy? What's the treatment? So basically there's, in a controlled situation, so like as me as a chaplain, I, what I'd be trying to do is to sit with that patient when they take psilocybin, which is the chemical basically in magic mushrooms. Oh, okay. Got it but in a but in a controlled dose and setting. All right. So um and some people when they when they've done these experiences with psilocybin, they ask they find that it's one of the most profound healing experiences of their whole life. Their whole life. Interesting. And and oftentimes it takes away the fear of death. And so it can be helpful at the end of life or even just midlife. So it kind of helps take the ego kind of puts it aside to see the bigger picture of everything without our small ego centered perspective interesting okay hmm. and it doesn't All right. have the addictive qualities that some people think it has it just it's a very helpful healing and some related drugs to that are like ecstasy or mdma okay Yeah, so the chaplain would would sit with them during this experience and help them if they have any issues and process anything that comes up.
0: All right. That's interesting stuff. Wow. Okay. Kind of uh, forefront to that sort of thing. All right. Yeah. Um, What else have you been doing besides school? What what else have you been been doing (laughs) in lockdown? And the school's probably
1: kept you pretty busy. Uh, School, I'm trying to have more of a balance in my life, but it's been most of my life other than – visit making time to see my family yeah you know, guys see my kids uh and my girlfriend molly and we've had our ups and downs with how much workload i've had and trying to plan for our future yeah so that um one thing, keeping up with friends on zoom or messages encouraging messages here yeah i got i did get to go to a, a haunted corn maze last week uh-huh. was, oh, okay yeah at Fordyce Farms, that was a lot of fun.
0: Um, as you know, Rob, and um, but probably not everybody else knows, um, your sister, my wife, have that right, yeah. Um, Andrea works at a, a family farm. Um and they every year they do a big harvest festival where they do corn mazes and hay mazes and you know, corn dogs and all kinds of stuff like that. And uh, they've actually been really busy this year, and they kind of expected um, things to be down. Uh, like one of the big things they have always done is um, school tours, where they have schools come in and you know as a field trip, and they learn about the farm. The kids learn about the farm. They learn about the life cycle of plants and uh, and all that stuff. And uh, they get to watch a pig race, where the you know the pigs race around a track and. And all that stuff, and uh, they haven't done it this year because there is no school, you know, in session really necessarily, not in, in person anyway, um, where we are. Right now, and, if it's going to pull up with a school bus and come out. Yeah, yeah, right. So they've been opening the weekdays to families because when they had schools uh, tours, they couldn't they couldn't be open to to the general public those those days or you know for those times. And they've actually, it's been super busy this year, which has been really good for the family that owns the farm because their their sales have actually been pretty steady, I think, you know, compared to previous years. And they were really worried about that. So that's been really good. And I guess, you know, it's a chance that the families that attend, they have reservations that, you know, they call up or email and make a reservation. So they have their time and they're allowed, I think it's two hours or something like that to do all the stuff on the farm. and have and and they're out away from everybody and so it's you know it's good activities outside it's lots of fun stuff to do and and uh so that's worked out actually really well and I've been kind of surprised by it that that they uh they've done they've done so well this year.
1: So. It's a great way of adapting to the times as they are. Yeah. Yeah. So good they, so good they found that niche. So yeah. It's, I think we've all had to do that every
0: um, in order to stay in business, I think everybody has had to had to make uh, make adjustments and and change the way they do things. Um, yeah. You know, restaurants doing takeout orders, and um, you know, movie theaters have been one of the and one of the businesses have been hit really hard. But um, like we even you and I even got to go see uh, a couple old the older movies they were showing. And yeah. I was a little bit worried about going to a movie theater. They'd opened for, a, like, what was it, for a, about six weeks or so, and then they had to
1: shut back down again because a case yeah, of Yeah, they, they, they but, shut down um, the larger markets are out. Yeah.
0: But um, what, what did we see? We saw Close Encounters, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, which I'd never seen in a theater. Um, but there was only, like, maybe, like, four small groups or, like, couples of – in the theater or something like that four or five scattered all over the auditorium and then yeah. there was and then we went the next week we went and saw Empire Strikes Back which was really cool which yeah. I haven't seen that in the theater and man I think since the, the special editions were released in the 2000s um so that was really cool
1: yeah my daughter Amanda got to see what the family I had too much homework that day so I didn't go but uh, she went and saw The Breakfast Club in, in the theater. Oh, which
0: is one of her favorite movies.
1: Yeah, she's like, my life is complete. Yeah. <laughs> so we were hoping uh, to get to, she'd get to see Inception, which was playing in Corvallis, but they kept switching the days and times on us. So, Oh, yeah. She didn't, that didn't even get to happen. But
0: Seeing Empire, for my kids, to see Empire Strikes Back in the movie theater was, I think, pretty cool. Um, just like that yeah. Battle of Hoth scene is just, you know, with the the snow and just it's so even though the you know it was made in the 80s um it's still it still looks really really cool and um that was great
1: and then it was and like the day still after a I think it was really good all right josh told me he
0: was waiting for me to accept him which i just did so he's gonna join in you may hear things. Uh, may, things may sound a little bit different because we're recording over Zoom rather than being all in person. So, uh, but we've got uh, Josh just coming on the line now, and Josh, we haven't got started too much. We're just kind of, uh, kind of um, talking about what we've been up to. Uh, how you doing, Josh? Can you hear us? Yeah, not bad. How are you doing? Good, good. This is uh, kind of a new way to do this. So, um, welcome to the podcast. Um, Rob has been telling us a little bit about his school and then we were kind of talking about, um, you know, how, you know, businesses have had to, had to adapt and we had gone to a, I was talking about, um, um, he and I had gone to a movie theater. We went and saw Close Encounters and then we went and saw Empire Strikes Back the next week and then the movie theaters all had to shut down again. So, um. That's all we've really talked about so far, but um it's you know just trying to make the most of it, I guess, you know, the um make the best of the situation. Josh, how have you been?
1: Not bad. Jan is sick. Oh. Nice oh no.
0: Thank you.
1: <laughs> so my oh there we go. I got it now. Yeah.
0: Josh, I can see you on screen. You got a haircut. You gotta like a buzz cut.
1: So um this is my first Zoom meeting, by the way yeah really? really
0: yeah we were yeah, all struggling we i've never recorded. i've used it a few times i've never recorded over it. and for my office we use microsoft teams so i'm a little hey, more yeah. uh uh a little more i struggle with this one a little more
1: um no yeah i heard um yeah things have been weird
0: <laughs> yeah how's john like she's sick like what's going on with her just like so she got shots and...
1: yesterday. She got um four shots yesterday.
0: Oh no! Okay, so reaction to the shots?
1: Yeah, she just nothing crazy, no fever or anything. Just okay. That's cranky crazy. and not sleeping. Yeah,
0: yeah. Not <laughs> A good. happy baby normally, and so you guys, you guys have had it too easy for too long. Yeah. What about
1: <laughs> um, Yeah. No, golly. Here we are, October already.
0: Yeah. Rob and I were saying we, we were thinking about it was back to June when we met was for Father's Day it was the last time we had recorded. So we've had a lot, you know, a lot of water under the bridge. Things have kind of uh well I think we thought things were gonna be done by by, by the end of summer, and it looks like it's gonna be a while, but uh Golly
1: I was listening so. like I I think I told you guys on Father's Day, I was listening to our podcast back from March. Yeah. I, was, I think I said something along like this is all nothing to worry about and this and and then man, I gotta eat some crow, I guess.
0: <laughs> well, you weren't alone. I think I think uh a lot of people it really caught people off guard. I I remember um talking to uh Rob it's your cousin's husband and um when this all first started, like this is back in March and or maybe it was even like early March before it really went went uh things before things shut down we got together and 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 um he was talking about yeah it's gonna be bad it's gonna be bad i'm like i don't think it's gonna be that bad you know i mean uh and when we went out at work we were like in the uh, second week of march we were talking like people were thinking it was gonna be three or four weeks you know and (laughs) potentially it could have been three or four weeks probably if we would have probably done things a little differently but um maybe not but uh You know, it's um, yeah, it's just really, it's been different. We've completely different way of life now. So, um, Josh, how's work going? You, you, you're back in uh, working in person, right? I think we lost Josh. Yeah, we went out. We. Went out, I think it was March 13th, was the last day I was in the office. Um, and we were talking, it was going to be, they were saying it was going to be maybe for three weeks. We originally went home on a Friday. They said that um, on Thursday, they told us, take your computers home. We're going to do a dry run on Friday to see if we can effectively work from home. And it was just supposed to be a test. And we all expected to be back into work on Monday. And then they got a hold of everybody over the weekend. Actually, it might've been by the, so we, we logged in on Friday and yeah, it looked like it was going to work. And so I think by the end of that day, even they'd said, don't bother coming back into the office. So when we went out on that Thursday afternoon, we expected to be back into the office on a few days and, and we, none of us have been back since I've gone back into the office a couple of times to pick, pick up some things from my office. Um, Uh, you know, just supplies and stuff. But, um, yeah, that's, um, it's been really strange. Uh, But it's, I mean, we've been been managing to make it work. Uh, It's just, you know, it's amazing that, you know, if this would have happened probably five or seven, 10 years ago, something like that, I don't think we would have been able to pull it off. You know, technology just, I don't, probably wasn't there just yet. So, uh, you know, certainly not as easy and as, as um, I say that and Josh is having trouble getting connected. Um, so, but, but it, uh, you know, I don't think it would have been as, as, um, you know, connecting and, and, and kind of uh, doing business. I don't think it would have been as, as uh, easy as it has been or as, uh you know, accessible is probably the word I'm looking for. Anyway, well, I'm going to talk about our, our topic tonight. That kind of gets us into what I was thinking about talking about, which is um, um, working remotely and doing school remotely, and and just you know, life uh, behind a computer screen or in front of a computer screen. Just how things have changed, and, and and so on. So, Rob, I mean, you're you talked about going to school, but have you even set foot on
1: campus? I sat foot on campus two years ago before I was even in the program. Yeah, (laughs) but uh, no, I haven't. And uh, we we were going to we're going to start our class uh, with a retreat, but the retreat got canceled because of COVID nineteen. Okay, so we so our retreat we did what we could online, which wasn't the same, but we did it. And um, so how long have you been going and like, when did you apply and, and all that? I was in invi- a friend of mine who's in the program a year ahead of me asked me to, she suggested I do it uh, back in April. And so she really put the bug in my ear and she's like, you'd be great at being a chaplain. You should really apply. They have an online program and that'd be perfect for you. So I, uh, I applied and, Got my information submitted back in in May, so I had everything done by May and then financial aid after that yeah so, or may or June
0: so you, you started post pandemic basically, so you were you knew going in that this was kind of what you were signing up for
1: I post yeah i yeah, I knew that I would be doing when I signed up that I'd be going to school in a pandemic, yeah.
0: Yeah, and how are you doing your classes? Like, are you, are you using Zoom or what are you doing? How does that
1: work? And how do you turn in your work and, and all that stuff? So most of my classes use a similar program Do I've heard what many students around here are using or in Portland. And uh, all the material is posted on the website called Canvas. Yeah, my kids use that. Yeah, so they, um, the assignments are put there in the, in the module system. And I have a few classes that I'm expected to show up to. Since I'm online, it's not very many that I have to be there like in person to. But yeah. like, uh, I have a, a support group tomorrow morning I meet with on Zoom. And then there's a Friday will be of a, a philosophy class that meets at 2 o'clock my time. Okay. And where is the campus? It's in Boulder,
0: Colorado. Okay. And so when you say that you have to show up to, you're talking about over the computer, right? You're not meeting right. you
1: in person. I have, to show up on, I have to show up on Zoom just like here. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. Not you're not physically going to Boulder from Oregon.
1: Right. Not yet. <laughs> so not
0: yet.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, hopefully there's a retreat soon that I'll be able to go to again. And I have considered going actually to, to move to the on campus in person program, but uh, yeah, that'll be a while yet if I do end up getting there.
0: Yeah. So, so um uh talk about like your like where do you do this at home? Are you at the kitchen table? Like do you have a, a place you can be where you where you can like that's
1: dedicated to your school or schoolwork or well I've taken over the um the kitchen table because I like looking out over the patio. Yeah. So that gives me some hope to see life outside and hummingbirds feeder <laughs> and, the and everything. Yeah.
0: And it. how many,
1: do you have your, any of your kids living with you right now? Yamanda's the last one, but she's going to be okay. moving out. It sounds like this weekend. Oh, wow. Yeah. Moving I'm out with gonna, some friends? Yeah, there was. they were going to plan on, they thought it might be the end of the semester, but she's going to, She's. they got access to the new place, so they're going to jump on it. Oh, wow. So you'll
0: be yeah. on your own after this.
1: Yeah, and we'll see if. Maybe Molly will move in, or who knows what. I'm I'm resisting the urge to sing all by myself. Oh, bye. yeah. I told her I said you'll be my last one. I really have an empty nest, so that's gonna be sad because it's been. I mean, she's gone a lot. She's really busy with school and yeah, and work, but it's nice to be able to check in, you know, here and there. And Josh has been coming over after work, especially when I was driving him to work, mm-hmm. or I pick him up from work actually on a few days a week, and then. That was our time to get together, and he come over and we watch shows together and have pizza or whatever
0: well and that's that's new since uh since we i think since we recorded last is that he's got a job and now he just bought a car too he so, bought a car and he um,
1: school. so he's doing yeah. online also so all three of us i mean adam is he's just finishing well he he's finished his associates, so he's yeah. done but then the there's three of us in our family in school right now. Yeah. And, and Amanda hopefully will be able to finish her program in this third year. Yeah. So, okay. So she's going to be All done right. in three years. So it's nice. I mean, with, you
0: know, you'll be on your own, but it, it'll, I think that'll be helpful for you at school. You can, you know, like you said, you can, you know, the, you've got the kitchen table that's dedicated now for, for that and um so that's that's pretty good that you'll have your own space i when i first went out when we first went out i started in the kitchen at the kitchen table we really don't have a formal dining room we basically have like a breakfast nook that is our that we eat our meals at you know i mean it's basically our you know full dining room um but it's connected to the kitchen so i started out there and then um but I was too far from the Wi-Fi. I kept getting dropped. I'd be in meetings with like, you know, not the CEO, but, you know, like maybe two or three pegs down from the CEO and, and I'd be presenting something. And then and then I would, <laughs> I would get dropped and I'd have to sign back on. And it was a pain because I had to reboot every single time and reconnect to the VPN and then pull up all my apps and I have to pull them up in a certain order so I can find things. And it was just, it was such a pain. Um, and so then I moved to the living room, which was where our router was. And that was better, except when the kids would go from the den, which is where our TV room um, has always been. We've always had a TV in the den and not one in the living room. I moved to the living room and the kids would go from the den to the kitchen. They'd chase each other back and forth. And it was just really distracting and, and hard to, hard to concentrate. Um, especially if I'm in meetings and stuff and they're running through, it wasn't great. So um, so I was really kind of struggling to figure out what to do and I thought, do I need to build an outbuilding in my backyard just for a place to, to, to work? And um, so I would uh, I finally decided, you know what? I'm just gonna take over the den. I moved the TV out to the living room and uh, and it actually has been great. Um so we've turned it into an office. I actually one of the first things I did when we went out is I moved uh the flat screen, the 42-inch flat screen that was in our bedroom. I started started using it for um started using it for a monitor and it man it it's great. I love it. I don't need my glasses even to to, to see stuff, so it's worked mm. out pretty well. In fact, it worked out so well that after about two weeks, I just went out and bought. I decided that we're in the middle of a pandemic. I don't want to give up my TV in the bedroom, so I decided to go out and buy a new TV just for my work TV. And so that's now in the quote unquote office, and so that becomes our TV. Like my wife and I, if we want to watch something that the kids don't want to watch, we can go in there and watch it, and it's pretty nice. And so it makes a nice kind of cozy room and. Uh, yeah, but that's it's we've been really fortunate to have that space because I can just sort of close the door off and and the kids can run around and, and they're all doing school. They're both doing, doing school during the day, too. So um, but yeah, we use uh, we've been using Microsoft Teams, which is what my whole organization uses. And so I'm um, a lot more comfortable with that. Uh, it seems to work pretty well. It integrates well with all of our other Microsoft products, but um, all of my meetings are over Microsoft, you know, teams. I i don't go to, I don't go to my office. Um, in fact, I have a new manager. She's been working there for about six weeks, maybe two months. I've never met her in person, <laughs> but we meet every morning <laughs> at the same time. We meet to talk about our day and, and like what, you know, what we got planned. It's kind of strategized for the day. And, um, she's really great. Um, her name's Jesse and I like her really well. And, I feel really fortunate that um, I got somebody, you know, I work for somebody to get along with really well. And um, yeah. she even said she listened to the podcast, I told her about it. So she was like, so Jesse, if, you, if you're listening, hello, um, uh, welcome aboard. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we, we usually end up talking like, you know, our meetings are supposed to be just quick, you know, 15 minute meetings, but we usually spend a good 15 minutes just talking about whatever's going on in our lives. And then we, and then we get down to business and talk about work for the next 15 minutes. But, um, so it's been, it's just surreal that I've never met this person in, you know, face to face. And so, and she's my boss. And so it's just really <laughs> different. That <laughs> and, is, before, uh, yeah. yeah. And so, um, but yeah, it, but someday I'll meet her in person, I'm sure.
1: But, um, I yeah, to my and in my, in my cohort, you know, we We're clicking along pretty good, but yeah, we haven't met actually in person yet, or at least the online people. So yeah. My first thing that was that was really bizarre was the before I learned that with Zoom you could change the way that your face appeared, whether it was mirrored or whether it was just straight on. Oh yeah. So like I changed my setting so that it you you look at me the way I actually Oh, wait, how does it work? So, like, I'm raising my right arm right now. Yeah. So, do you see it? Look, does it look no, it like my like left? It looks like you're raising arm? your left
0: hand, your left arm.
1: It looks like I'm raising my left arm.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. And for those of
0: you listening on the podcast, you can't tell either way, anyway. So.
1: Yeah, but so the idea is that if you, oh, it's it's doing this mirror thing. Okay, it, I must have I I switched Zoom accounts and so it. Anyway, it um it makes it look reversed image so that if you see somebody like a photograph of them on, on their Facebook account, yeah the picture of the face you're used to seeing on Zoom is different than what they look like in real life. Because but
0: how many people do you know are that, that are that asymmetrical though? I mean, aren't most people pretty symmetrical? Should it really
1: matter? Yeah, but have you seen those experiments where they okay. take that half half a side of your face, and then switch it so that both sides are the same side of your face.
0: Oh no, I've never seen that. and, okay. they, make, and really they just odd. don't look
1: right. It, no, yeah, right. They we're we're somewhat s- symmetrical, but we're not. Yeah,
0: huh. it, I said you were raising your left hand, and that was not right. You were. It looked like you were raising your right hand. Yeah, so, so I'm raising but my
1: right hand but right it's now, on but,
0: my left. So, but so you see it as my. I see it like you're raising your right hand. Yeah. So that threw me off on Teams first, too, because when you're, you know, you have your little, like, little kind of thumbnail of what you look like, and it was always backwards, and that just really threw me off. I'm like, so I'd have a backdrop. You can put up, you know, your own custom backdrops, and, like, I'd take pictures that I have or whatever and and that I've taken, and, and I'd use those for backdrops. I'm like, wait a minute, that picture is backwards. So I went in, like when I first started doing this, I went and I physically like flipped the big, pic- the picture. Like I said, I went to the picture, found the file, I flipped the picture and then resaved it. So it looked right to me. But then I realized the no way the whole image, the whole little thumbnail of my, of my picture is, uh, of my video is backwards. And I realized we must do that because it's, it would kind of be disorienting. I think if you moved your head to the left, and it went to the right in the picture, and so mm-hmm. on. So, um, but it, it looks right to everybody else. So <laughs> that was just kind of weird. But yeah, it's just been really strange to try to get used to working remotely. Like I said, you know, people that I have never even met. I mean, we do like for my in my office we have um, some people. We have a couple people that are like field sales, like regional sales managers. And one of them's in Florida, one's in Southern California. And so I'm working with them and I talk to them, you know, almost on a daily basis, but I've met them in the office before. They've been there. In fact, I've helped, I'm a trainer. So I, you know, helped train them when they first came on board. And so, you know, that's not so weird, but to have, and even now our, my boss's boss, our our director, our, our, our division director has moved to Chicago. She was in the office, but now she's moved to Chicago. And so she's working from Chicago, but, um, and so that's a little bit strange, but to have somebody that I've, I'm working with on a daily basis. And I, and I, and I have video meetings with her, you know, at least two to three, four times a day. um, Somebody I've never met in person, somebody that I report to directly. It's just, it's just really kind of strange. It's just been different. But, um, uh, but I think, I think that, you know, our 15 minutes of just kind of chatting, you know, when we start off our day, uh, I think that has really helped. And I think that's probably a necessary part. I mean, and maybe if we were in the office, we wouldn't, we'd probably do it a little bit, but we wouldn't spend 15 minutes just chatting, um, 10 to 15 minutes, whatever it is. Um, I don't want to get her in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) but but, uh (laughs) if anybody else listens to this like why is she wasting so much time but um if we're in the office maybe we wouldn't be doing it that much but i think that this has become you know we kind of have to do what we need to do to feel like something you know like you know to help us feel better about the situation or or make the best of it or and that seems like something that we can do is is you know, spend
1: time getting to know each other. And, and um, anyway, it's just been different. So. I think the whole pandemic has showed us that the business as usual wasn't working. Yeah. Especially the way if we're not really having good connection with each other, it's the connections, what's really important. So it's, it's, it's actually more probably more productive for your whole business, especially the way you've noticed how it, it really helps your outlook towards the job, knowing you have a, a boss you can really relate to and, and appreciate so yeah. well. So, yeah, it's, yeah. uh, it's, I'm really thankful. And I mean, this is like probably
0: the best thing that the division, uh, director has done, in my opinion, is hire this particular person because, um, you know, my former boss retired and I really liked him. He was great. Um, uh, really such an advocate for customers and and um very knowledgeable and uh always a you know measured response and really he was a deacon in the catholic church that tells you anything but he was um really great guy and i miss him and he and i have kind of connected through facebook and and kind of stayed in touch and and i don't really miss him a lot but I, i i tell you that um uh, as much as I miss him, I'm, I'm, I am I'm could not have probably asked for a, a better replacement for him with, with who I got. So I've been very, nice. very fortunate. So anyway, um, my kids, uh, I, we might we might say kind of the school aspect for the kids for another episode. Maybe we can do one in the next week or two here. I want to bring in. I've got a, a friend, Joe, who's been on the podcast before. Um, he's actually a teacher. He's a music teacher. And he's teaching remotely, both he and his wife are, they're both music teachers and they're teaching remotely. So I thought it'd be a great, um, a great subject to talk about school. Um, you know, especially for, you know, younger kids, elementary school or, um, Liam is now in middle school. It's his first year of middle school. And he's, you know, he, I feel like he's, he's missing out on a really crucial aspect of middle school. And that's, you know, kind of the walking between classes, walking from one class to another and, getting a little bits of social time in between classes with his friends and, and um, having just experiencing different teachers and, and um, so he's kind of missing out on that, but I thought maybe we could do an episode in a week or week or, or maybe two um, about school and, and uh, what that's like now in the time of COVID. And, you know, I know it, I feel bad, you know, Liam, especially, well, even Charlie, um, Liam loves school, Charlie, not so much, but Liam loves school. He loves it. He loves to learn. But I think more importantly, he likes, he likes going in class and sitting and listening and, and doing a good job. And he's a great, I don't know if your teacher's pet is probably not the right term, but I mean, he's, he's a very good student and he always does he pays attention he does really well he gets he even gets frustrated when the other kids don't don't um uh don't don't re, you know aren't, aren't behaving but it, right. um it's so this has been a hard this has been hard on him this this whole learning from home um but we can talk about that maybe on another session um yeah and we'll bring we'll have my friend Joe come on and, and, and I'm sure he can provide some good insights and I'm sure he's probably got some great stories about stuff that these kids do on their on their screens too. So um, yeah. Anyway, I mean it looks like looks like uh, uh, Josh never made it back in. I sent him an invite a couple more times and it looks like he was having trouble connecting. So we'll have to try to get him <laughs> on the next one. But um, I think that's probably gonna wrap us up. I mean, um, is Liam doing the cello at home at all? Uh, he's doing it a little bit. Um, I need to play with him. I have a, a song that I wrote as a leprechaun. It's like a um, a St. Patrick's Day song that I wrote for the on the ukulele and um, and I taught him. I wrote out a like a little bass line part for him to play on the cello, and um, I really want to play. We've we've played it several times together. Um, but I really want to get him practicing. It's, it's hard when, you know, he's just by himself, you know, as, as a lot of musicians, especially kids, I think feel, you know, you, you just practice on your own and it's, it's not as rewarding as being able to play music with somebody else. And so um, I think I need to get him and we need to do some more playing and maybe I'll have to write out, find some other simple songs I can play on the ukulele and then get him, you know, or throw the piano and have him um, write a part out for him so that he can play it as so we can kind of jam together it'd be fun
1: well i'll come play the drum if you do that yeah yeah i'm not sure that cool. would sound with the cello but you know yeah um he is like rhythm
0: wise i have to really follow him so because he's you know he's a beginner so he's um he's a beginner who doesn't really practice very much um if ever but um, so I really, when I play, I really follow him, and so um, I'm not sure the drum might might throw him off, but but um, yeah, we'll get him to where he can play along. But yeah, that would be that'd be fun. So anyway, um,
1: go ahead. That reminds me of a movie that someone mentioned the other day about. I think it was called If I Stay. Yeah, I remember it. So. This, I think she plays the cello and it's a. Uh, huh. She has, she is riding her bike and has the cello on her in a backpack, a special cello backpack.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Liam's yeah. got one of those. Yeah.
1: It's so cool. Now that I, it's the synchronicity is just boggling my mind right now because, yeah, it's a, uh, there's a really cool scene in there that I'm just thinking about, you know, playing the, the djembe with it because they end up having some really great numbers to some renditions of songs with this cello i mean it's just how old is this movie within the last five years or so oh really okay i'll have to check it out yeah it's pretty neat it's a it's a not so much a heart tearjerker it's just it's got a as well as makes you think movies you know yeah it's 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 fun but it's also a
0: well, there's your movie really recommend for the, for the I podcast. I hope I said the right
1: title. I think it's so. the place to stay.
0: All right. Well, um, I think that wraps us, about wraps us up. If you'd like to, uh, we'd like to hear from you. Um, maybe now more than, more than ever. Um, if you'd like to write to us, you can reach us at pwgupodcast at gmail.com. You can reach us on, on Twitter at pwgupodcast. So um, we want to thank you all for tuning in, and um, hopefully Josh can get on uh, and stay on next time, and we'll hear a little more from him and see how he's doing. And um, I think that's going to wrap us up a, for now.
1: What's that? Give us some, uh, they should give us some ideas for stuff they want us to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you have some
0: things that you want to hear us talk about, um, please or,
1: do. Or questions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. But I think that's going to wrap a, us up. We can have a live, um, like, pull a question from the hat. Just, you know, uh, blind. That's actually a really good idea.
0: Yeah, we could do that. Like a little Q&A session, yeah. But I think that'll wrap us up for this week. Or for, I should say, this episode. Uh, hope everybody out there stays safe. Go vote. And I hope everybody has a uh, happy Thanksgiving in the U.S. So, yeah. Um, and wherever else you celebrate, I suppose they celebrate it elsewhere but outside the U.S. I okay. But um, anyway, everybody stay safe and and wear that mask.
1: Thank you, everybody. Bye bye. Thank everybody. Bye bye. Thank you.